Welcome to this episode of Horrific History and Hauntings. I'm Beth. And I'm Ramey. We're your hosts, here to talk about the stories that the history books ignore. From horrific epidemics and glo- glowing hauntings. From horrific epidemics and ghostly hauntings to the catastrophes and tragic events that have sickened humanity. We're going to do an alphabet of death today, but before we do, I have a what happened today in history. The day after Christmas. Uh-huh, and this one's what got me fascinated with this subject. Um, the day this, after Christmas? Yeah. Well, not particularly the day after Christmas, but it happened on the day after Christmas. And I got a huge fascination after it happened with this subject that I'm about to speak about. December 26, 2004, a powerful earthquake hit Sumatra, Indonesia. Well, near Sumatra, Indonesia. And it triggered a huge, devastating tsunami along the Indian Ocean coastline. Uh-huh. And I'm sure you remember it. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, isn't it the one that kind of tilted the earth a little bit? It might have been. I don't keep track. I know it happened. I don't know when or what. It caused about 230,000 fatalities. Fatalities. It caused about 230,000 deaths. That'll do. And it was one of the top 10 deadliest disasters in history. Recorded history. Yes, recorded. I bet the dinosaurs would disagree. Uh, Probably. I would say they would. The earthquake striked beneath the Indian Ocean at about 7.58 a.m. It was 160 miles west of Sumatra, and it registered at about a 9.3 magnitude. It lasted nearly about 10 minutes. That's a long time to shake that much. Yeah. Well, that powerful as well. It would have been a little bit different, I'm sure, if it would have just been a small tremor. It moved about 750 miles under the underwater fault line. It caused the underwater fault line to move about 40 feet, which was a huge earth displacement, is what that's what caused the tsunami. And there's evidence to suggest that boulders weighing thousands of tons were pushed miles along the ocean floor because of it. They're on a catapult. <laughs> yeah. The tsunami had two times the energy of all bombs used in World War II. Oh, that's quite a lot then. Yes. After the earthquake, it took about 15 minutes for the tsunami waves to reach the coast of Sumatra. And they reached about... 80 to 100 feet in some places. Wow. Yes. The death toll in Indonesia was estimated at 130,000 to 160,000 people, Mm -hmm. and it left about 500,000 homeless. A third of the victims were children. I read a book about this. It was a fiction, I believe, but it was based on this. And it was pretty much she went the whole time trying to find her parents and she found her mom with her clothes ripped off and I think she was in some shrubs or something. I want to say they ended up finding her dad alive after her brother that she was taking care of got ill. He got an infection and got sick after it. A lot of bad stuff in that water. Yeah. That's a good time for dysentery to break out. Mm -hmm. The tsunami continued on to Thailand where 5,000 to 8,000 people died. And then it moved across the Indian Ocean and hit Sri Lanka 90 minutes after the earthquake. I mean, plenty of time to get warning out if they had to have done it. Did they do it? Uh, okay. I also watched a documentary a long time ago. There was no actual warning system in the Indian Ocean. It's all in, I want to say, the Atlantic Pacific. or Pacific. The Pacific and the Atlantic. The Pacific, the yeah. Japanese, you know, have one. Yeah. So if they did have the warning things... What are they? The buoys. Yes, those. If they did have those, it didn't set them off. So, no. There wasn't that many there because I guess they don't happen as much there. Well, I mean, it looks like the world would have found out by then. 
90 minutes. A lot of gets around. Yeah. You would think. And somebody would be like, hey, that's directly across from us. Perhaps we shouldn't be here. Yeah. It's but, a lot of trouble to pack up your house and run away, though. <laughs> yeah. The waves in Sri Lanka caused about 35,000 deaths and left half a million homeless. That's pretty rough. Yeah. A lot of devastation, a lot of deaths, lots, so many deaths. Nearly. And they, the waves even reached South Africa 5,000 miles away. It only claimed two lives there, but it reached South Africa 5,000 mm-hmm. miles away. Yeah, that took it a while, I bet. Yeah. But it got there. Yeah. They believe that the total death toll is about 190,000 with 40,000 to 45,000 missing and presumed dead. There was obviously aid to help. It was about $7 billion within 18 months is what they collected. But despite that, some areas continue to suffer from the tsunami. Yeah, the wealthy areas had to rebuild first. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this before, but apparently one year, a 6.6 magnitude earthquake in Bam, Iran killed 30,000 people on the same day. Huh. I, you don't hear about many. It, I, didn't, I didn't know about that one. Imagine all the monuments that got destroyed and stuff like that. Hmm. But that's all I have. For the short little, I want to do a full episode on this given or the, tsunamis in particular, but obviously going into this one. Given the time but, zone differences um, between all the areas that were hit, could you have considered all this day? You should have waited and saved some of it for the next day. <laughs> no, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it probably wasn't even the same day, technically. Oh. The day after Christmas, that's terrible. I mean, to them, it might not matter. I don't know how their customs are, but I don't know. I know Japan. Has a thing of Christmas because I guess of our occupation after World War II, uh, they like their KFC and stuff like that. Mm. I have no idea about other areas though. I don't know. We're going to start with the alphabet of death. I is for, I'm just going to say illness. Influenza. Oh, influenza. Yeah, that causes death. Oh, that's too. That on is me. technically that... an illness too. Everything's an illness. I know. Kills. That's yeah. why I say illness. You can't get that wrong. We're going to talk about Emerson foot. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bromhydrosis, I'm assuming is how that's pronounced. I think I got that right this time. Is an unpleasant foot odor. And how does it kill you? Well, you have to listen. I can't just not go through things and just, guess what? It kills you. End of episode. Okay. Yeah. It's also known as trench foot. Oh, I know that one. Mm-hmm. It's caused from feet being exposed to cold and damp conditions for long periods of time. Such as trenches in World War II and uh-huh. one. I would think that. Hot temperatures would probably do that, too, because it's going to make your foot damp. Yeah. During the Korean War, 5,000 U.S. soldiers lost their lives to trench foot, and this was due to the poor maintained footwear. Yeah. New socks to the soldiers. In Vietnam, war, 4,130,000 deaths occurred due to Emerson foot and other related infections, which they called it jungle rot. It's exactly what it seemed like. (laughs) Yeah, it was caused by the wet jungle conditions. June 2003, on a Brooklyn street, a woman fatally attacked her boyfriend with a shoe. Okay. You wonder why. Um, um, sure. Yeah. Because he decided to end the relationship due to her foot odor. That's just what he said. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. But then again, maybe her foot really did smell horrible, and he was like, no, I can't do this. The fight got physical, obviously, and eventually she pinned him down on the sidewalk and then used her size 12 high-heeled shoe to beat him to death. That took a lot of work. I'm thinking of a spiky heel, and you're like stabbing him in the face with it or something. Yeah. 
She was arrested and charged with murder in possession of a deadly weapon. Of course she was. Which the, was her shoe. How embarrassing. Now you know you can't wear high heels around Brooklyn without mm. getting charged of something. <laughs> As of the time of the book was published, 3.5 million Americans experienced Emerson Foot oh. that were not combat. Those are just non-combat. Non-combatants. People. Yeah. The soldiers, I guess you would say. Shoes made from rubber, vinyl, and synthetic materials prevent poor ventilation and drying, which the book described as creating a mini jungle in your shoe. Prevent good ventilation and drying. Didn't I say that? You said poor ventilation, which means you're saying that that would fix the problem. Oh, no, proper. I meant to say proper, not poor. (laughs) Oh, well. It's okay. You'll just have a bunch of people, my butt (laughs) rotted off. Apart from the unpleasant smell, those with Emerson foot experience the formation of thickened extra layer of skin on the bottom of their feet. And this obviously becomes painful. And Emerson foot can impact the circulatory system by causing damage to blood vessels and reducing blood flow. And long-term harm to the blood flow system raises the chance of deadly issues such as blood poisoning and gangrene. Since 1950, 14,298 people have lost their lives due to Emerson Foote. And as I said, the book, I want to say it was published in 2006, so possibly more by now. That's unpleasant to think about. Yeah. And I'll mention it, mention it in each episode, but I'm probably just going to mention it the first time about how the book, it was published in 2006. So these causes may have rised. Okay. Because I'm sure it's getting irritating. To hear. Independence Day causes death. Uh-huh. Fireworks and everything else. Mm-hmm. July 4th, 2004, 10 people lost their lives due to fireworks. An additional 11,000 had to be sent to the emergency room related to fireworks. Just different ones in general. I remember near our old house down here, not down here, but uh, the other one from our childhood, mm-hmm. um, a man got burnt real bad during a fireworks display and died later on hmm. down near the river. Oh. Fireworks cause over a thousand house fires every year. I could see it. Yeah, it leads to millions of dollars in property damage. And most injuries and deaths from fireworks happen to boys under 15. And this is usually because they like to throw lit firecrackers and shoot bottle rockets at each other. What an awful thing to consider. Mm-hmm. Never, never do that. Mm-hmm. Put an eye out. Or worse, obviously. Mm-hmm. Or catch the woods on fire. Yep. Yep, I've seen it happen. Or the house. I've not ever seen that happen. Uh, it, well, it just mentioned houses catching on fire. Yeah. Figure I would say that. Sparkler temperatures reach about 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, I always thought those were more unsafe than they appear. Yeah, I, I never trusted them. I will sit there and play with bottle rockets and all the others, but I never liked having a sparkler in my hand. Not advisable. None of it. I don't recommend playing a fire anymore. <laughs> anymore we used to i was under 18 it does not count <laughs> oh when thrown into a crowd sparklers have caused severe burns clearly uh, partially or complete loss of sight oh they're cuts, sharp little metal sticks and fractures they're basically a wire with some sort of phosphorus wrapped around it yeah. that just burns i'm not sure how the fractures happen unless it just causes a panic and people are stomping all over other people yeah someone near you is screaming in pain if a stick light sticking out of their eye and other people are going to run and then trample you. Many firework related deaths happen when people are attempting to relight a dud. I know better than that. Yeah. Even when I was younger. Yeah. I don't trust it. I know for a fact uh, we've had a few tip over into deep snow and they'd still go off. Mm -hmm. So no. 
No. If it's an explosive, you probably shouldn't go near it if it didn't go off the first time. Uh huh. You probably shouldn't play with it at all. Oh no, you probably shouldn't. But if you're going, if to, you're going to go to a fireworks display, go to something your local, you know, town puts off. Or, yeah. That way, if something happens, it's their fault, not yours. Mm. Independence Day is the third busiest for traveling. The highest number of deadly accidents typically happen between 3 to 6 p.m. on July 4th. Plenty of alcohol consumption. Yeah, that's why on July 4th, when in the past, I would go with friends and rent a boat for the lake. And that's where people always wanted to go, be on a boat, watch fireworks, drink. They always had roadblocks on the roads on the way back from the lake. Smart which decision. makes sense. Yeah. That's a good. <laughs> you should. You know, I didn't leave. I stayed at home most Independence Days. Yeah. Around 648 people lose their lives on highways during Independence Day. An additional 34,400 people suffer disabling injuries. It means lifelong injuries. Mm. That's unpleasant to think about. Yeah. J is four. Good luck. I have no idea. Well, I mean, I have an idea, but I'm not going to say what's on here. So, How about jiggers? Jiggers? Yeah, look it up. Infiltration caused by a flea? Yeah. It's a species of uh, Tunga penetrans. <laughs> is a species of flea, also known as the jigger or jigger flea. I don't know if they can kill you. Look it up and see. Surely somebody's died. It is a parasitic insect found on most tropical and subtropical climates. I'm assuming that it could get infected or it could spread diseases. Okay, well. Yep, I did it. I found one. Well, I'm saying it's a flea. I don't know. I'm looking it up now. If left untreated, patients can die of secondary infec- infections such as tetanus and gangrene. <laughs> is that how that's pronounced? Tetanus? Tetanus. <gasps> is that how you spell tetanus? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> is it really? I don't know. I know Queen uh I've never Mab's, had to spell tetanus before. Queen Mab's sister is spelt Titania. It's called Titania. And it sounds like you're trying to say something very similar. Well, this is spelt tet-anus. Tetanus. So, yeah, I think it's tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> they can apparently easily kill young children by sucking their blood and can cause early deaths in grown-ups who have other diseases. Well, you'll never beat that. Um, a parasite death from little tick fleas. Now I lost my place. We're in the J's. I know, but for some reason it restarted my document. Um, Jabberwocky. <laughs> yes, the Jabberwocka baby. I don't know that rhyme. It'd be a lovely rhyme to remember, though. Well, I only have one for this one as well, because as I said before, I couldn't find many for these letters. That's why we have three. Or no, I have two. Jaywalking. Okay, that'll do it. Yeah. Scott almost walked out in traffic in Nashville, and I had to stop him. Oh. He almost died. Hmm. 40 mile an hour speed limits, and he was trying to get across the two lane road, and he was jaywalking. I prefer crosswalks. I prefer crosswalks of lights. Uh, yes, I was going to say, and better yet, with lights and wait for that light. The number of times in a year I'm near heavy traffic or a town walking for some reason can be counted on a hand, a single hand. And that's probably less for mm-hmm. that matter. Over 50% of pedestrian deaths are caused by jaywalking. Well, what else would cause it? And, well, some people do hit people while they're still on the side of the road not oh, jaywalking okay 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 i thought you um yeah <laughs> yeah i guess that's fair alcoholics and maniacs yeah. 
Pedestrians struck by cars while jaywalking aren't really viewed as victims. In New York City, a driver who hit an 80-year-old woman near Central Park was arrested for driving without a license and not for the woman's death because she was jaywalking. I mean, that, that kind of sounds fair. Yeah, uh, you you should go to the crosswalk or I'm, wait for the light. I mean, who knows? Though? The crosswalk might have been half a mile down the road for that 80-year-old I mean, woman. That's true. I don't know how New York is, but here in Iretail, there's crosswalks every little bit. There's no reason you shouldn't go to a crosswalk here. And you can't here. see around the cars parked near them. No, you can't. I, I slow down, but I'm terrified one day. I, it's scary. Yeah. A man who received a ticket for jaywalking claimed he was resisting the tyranny of automobile culture. I don't like it, but it's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. It had style. <laughs> Pedestrians often see jaywalking as a time-saving choice, even though it can be deadly, and um, you're not going to get where you're going if you're you dead. get hit and you die. I've been hit at crosswalks. Yeah, so... It's really not safe either way. You should wait for the crosswalk because at least some people that know how to drive or are cautious when they're driving slow down when they get to crosswalks. Yeah. Just in case. Like me, I do. I think one of the more dangerous places to walk is a busy um, gas station parking lot. Yeah. Or Walmart. Yeah, Walmart's bad too. Since 1990, there have been 14,902 deaths related to jaywalking. Again, as the time of this printing. Yes. But Which is like, what, 12 years? Yeah. It really, somebody actually got hit on the road, on the way to our road. Oh, yeah. Not like less than a week ago, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was just a few days ago because it came over Joey's scanner. And Dakota messaged me making sure we were okay. Oh, I don't normally go walking on the highway, but yeah, yeah. I'm good. Near the Moose Lodge. Um, yeah. They uh, had to get a helicopter for him. Mm-hmm. And when we were listening to his radio, it seemed like the helicopter took a while. I don't know if that man's okay. I don't know. I know nothing about the story. I don't care to know more because I don't plan on doing it. Yeah. I've been with people, <clears throat> my ex, who don't want to use crosswalks. They think that it's okay to just Tyranny. run just <laughs> run out into traffic if they're if they think it's safe. I don't like that. I've been around a few people that do that, and they're like, but we could go now, but we could go now. Or we could just take a couple more minutes, go to the crosswalk, and have a better chance of getting across safely. I remember when I was in Richmond with my aunt for the live orchestra viewing of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Um, We were in a college area, and it was nothing but jaywalkers. Uh, There was was no moving through traffic. It was just people crossing wherever they wanted. It was a college thing, I guess. But It's like Gatlinburg. Oh, God, Gallenberg. It's a nice place, but... I don't like paying for parking. That is the one place I will pay for parking, and I'll just walk where I need to go or use their little trolley thing. Yeah. Because there's so many jaywalkers, I cannot stand it. Uh, Crosswalks are there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Use them. Moving on to job syndrome. It sounds like a Japanese incident, like a job working yourself to death kind of thing. Yeah. No, it's not, turns out. No. In the Old Testament, in the Bible... Job faced a series of misfortunes to test his faith. One involved sores or boils from the sole of his foot to his head. In 1966, doctors named a condition Job's Syndrome. It's where abscesses form on the skin and in the sinuses and in the lungs. Lovely. It's a result of improper T-cell production. Ah, like the things that turn you into virus or zombies. Yes. If you watch Resident Evil. I, watch, I remember the Resident Evil. I, I don't think people are turning into zombies, 
but... certainly sounds like it, unfortunately. But yeah, it does sound like it. Aggressive antibiotic treatments can manage the condition. Manage. That's not a great manage. word. Yes, manage. <laughs> a resistance to medications can lead to fluid-filled lungs, though, which causes the airways to close. And death usually occurs within a year after the diagnosis. Sounds terrifying. Yes. A man from New York diagnosed with Jobs syndrome became upset due to its religious associations. He found it unacceptable to die from a disease with religious implications because he was an atheist. If I'm dying, I think I'm going to have other things to worry about. I mean, it's the only thing he had left to worry about. Oh, so yeah. I guess he could rather pick how it was <laughs> uh, viewed than mm, anything I else. Guess different priorities. I'd probably be like, well, this sucks. All right. Yeah, especially the way that was going. Yeah. He argued that his condition was more about deficient T cell production, which he was right about that, than a divine test. And he tried to sue the AMA. Okay. He invoked the separation of church and state. He said that he shouldn't have a religiously named disease on his public death certificate. I get his point. I mean, I wouldn't have. I don't know if I'd have been that upset. I wouldn't upset, have but. been going that far. I would have been trying to find better ways to live what little time I had with my life. But I can understand his point of view, I guess. His death certificate, when he finally died, ended up saying it was Buckley's syndrome. Somebody would have to Google that since nobody else knows what it was. It was a similar element with less biblical associations. I've never heard of Buckley, so yeah. Uh, no, I hadn't either. I like it better, Buckley's. Yeah. It makes me think of King of the Hill. I wonder if they called it the T-virus because of this particular uh, ailment. I don't know. But since 1999, deaths related to Job Syndrome was 750 at the time the book was published. You don't mean Job, do you? J-O-B-S. I've never heard of Job, but I've heard of Job. Well, the book said Job. Okay. J-O-B, unless it's pronounced Job. It could very well be pronounced Job, but I might be then wrong. Then they should have put an E at the end. Or an A in between. Feel free to message my sister, not me, and tell her which particular biblical person this was. I don't remember anyone named Job. Is it really? K is for? Killer whales. Kissing disease. Ew. Wait, are you, are you talking about mono? Yeah, it's mono, but you can call it a kissing disease, too. Yeah, but I don't know. Okay. Kleptomania. Somebody gets killed for stealing? Yeah, the in the last, well, I don't know if it was the last, one of the Alphabet of Death episodes, he, the man tried to steal a safe, and oh, yeah. it fell on top of him. Yeah, that worked. So, I don't know if he's a klepto or just a thief. There's a difference. Is there? Yeah. Mm. We're going to talk about killer bees. They kill a few people. Yeah. In 1956, Brazilian scientists brought African bees to the country to discover a honeybee resilient to tropical climates. Some of these bees escaped and crossbred with the local species which resulted in the mutation of killer bees. The hybrid bee migrated north, reaching Texas in 1990, and by June 2000, these bees were discovered in northeast Florida. As of June 2005, killer bees have been observed in Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, California, and the east coast from Georgia to New Jersey. Oh, that means us. Mm -hmm. Africanized bees aren't more venomous than regular honeybees, but it's more aggressive is the problem. They attack up to a quarter mile away from their hive. Oh, goodness. And deaths from killer bees often result from the sudden toxicity of multiple stings. So it's not just, oh, there's one bee. Yeah, there's I'm a swarm in danger. Of bees. It's these are bees out of swarm of bees out with a vengeance. Remember when we were younger, you'd see uh, 
newsreels of people trapped in their cars by swarms of bees. Yeah, that's terrifying. I guess you have to swarm to YouTube to see that now. In Texas, a man lost his life after being stung 40 times while attempting to knock down a large nest with a rake. (laughs) Okay. Wasn't a very bright decision. No. But still sad. January 2000, a 79-year-old Las Vegas man died from 30 bee stings while picking up his paper, his morning paper. Yeah, I don't think you have to worry about that nowadays. I don't know too many people that get a paper unless it's digital. I like digital papers just because I don't have to leave the house to get them. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like even if we got our paper sent to us, our mailboxes suck so bad that it would get wet anyway. Yeah. March 2001, a swarm of 200 bees attacked a 77-year-old woman carrying a bag. She was stung over 500 times. Those terrible little monsters. Well. Why is it that the elderly? I guess they can't run as fast. And we just don't hear about the other people who survive. Yeah. Well, the next one isn't an elderly, but apparently these bees wanted something in her bag is what they believed. Honey. In 1999, a three-year-old boy in central Florida faced an attack by a swarm of yellow jackets. He was digging near the porch of his home when his parents noticed him swatting at bees, and they sprayed him with a water hose and applied witch hazel. I probably would have sprayed him with a water hose too, but it, it's it's not funny, but it's kind of funny thinking, oh, he's got bees. This water hose was a smart idea. It was. The witch hazel, I don't <laughs> I don't know what witch hazel is. I would imagine if he's on this list. It is nothing. It's absolutely diddly. Mm. It didn't do the job. (laughs) He was stung 50 to 75 times just on the face and head. He was stung 100 to 150 times on his body. That boy needed to go to the hospital. Well, seven hours later, he stopped breathing, and that's when his parents finally called for an ambulance. Was it too late? He's in this book, probably. I'm going to assume yes. It didn't say. That's sad. I'm going to assume yes. Because if he stopped breathing and that's the time that you decide to call the ambulance. They were good enough parents to keep an eye on him when he was outside in the yard. Yeah. Uh, They were good enough parents to get the bees off of him with a smart method. Um, Mm -hmm. They failed when they didn't take him to hospital Mm -hmm. after noticing his whole body swelling up like a balloon. Yeah. Definitely. I guess I shouldn't call out parents like that, but... (sighs) I would assume the shock was over by that point. They could have thought clearer. It was seven hours later. Yeah. They, I feel like you would have noticed that it, 90, he's not getting any better. Nothing. 99. It wasn't like it was a time without information out there. This was bad. Uh-huh. We had an uncle get attacked by bees. Yeah, had they to go to hospital. he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, they thought he wasn't going to survive. That's just terrible. I feel so bad. The older people, Um, I feel bad. Really bad, because I hate to imagine just them out doing their daily things and dying, too. But the three-year-old could have been prevented. Oh, who knows? It might not have been able to save him regardless. Um, That's a lot of stings on a baby. Yeah, it is. I like to think they could have saved him if they'd have got him to the hospital, though. Yeah. Well, I like to think if I had a child that had that many stings, I would probably take him to the hospital just to be sure. Yeah. Nobody took me to the hospital. I was there. You got like, what, six, seven stings, though, is all? I don't know. I don't you remember. got like six or seven stings. I remember I looked, you were between me and the house. I looked back and seen you screaming bees, bees. I ran straight past you and into the house <laughs> <laughs> and then told somebody else to take care of it. You know, if you were smart, you'd have curled up in that pool of water that I was sitting next to. Okay. I was a child. I wasn't smart. Yeah. I took off running straight past you. I wasn't getting messed up in that. <laughs> if I'd have been even smarter, I'd have ran around you. <laughs> I didn't get stung once though. Well. I don't know what you were doing there, digging in a hole of bees. I wasn't digging. Or at least I don't think I was digging. You had, I don't remember. You had to have been digging because I was leaning down and you were doing something up around the hillside right between me and the house. Oh, huh, I don't know. 
then we had a, wa- a freshwater spring there and I would go down there and pull stuff out of it to make sure it stayed cleaner looking. And you were doing something on the bank between me and the house. I don't remember. I know how they tried to solve the problem. Our grandpapa, they called a family friend over who immediately put tobacco spit all over you. Yeah, I remember that part. Uh, but you didn't die, so. Yeah, I'm still here. Yep. Since 1990, there have been 179 deaths caused by killer bees. Honeybees and wasps, especially yellow jackets, are responsible for about 6,000 deaths annually. That's a sad number right there. I had a whole hornet's nest hanging off near the uh, back of the house out here. It was right outside mom's window and it weighed the branch down. It was such a big nest and they never bothered nobody. Scott says one stung him when he was getting a lawnmower, but that's halfway across the house from those bees. I think under the porch where he was at the lawnmower is something else stung him, but he swears it was one of my hornets. I took good care of those hornets, uh, made sure the animals couldn't reach them when I noticed a fox had messed with them. I moved Why to in stuff. the world is a fox messing with a hornet? I got it on camera. They were, at nighttime, one of the security cameras picked up a fox climbing onto the trailer we had parked, a little lawnmower trailer. It climbed up on that and started digging at the nest. Next day, I Why? walked out there and moved the, ne- moved the trailer so that they couldn't do that no more. Do they eat bees or something? I don't know, but I felt bad for my bees. So I moved the trailer and the bees stayed all year until it got cold. And then we cut the nest down and put it aside. Well, that's all I have. This. Well, that was exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we called out a bunch of people for being silly and stupid. If you want to reach out to us or find our other podcasts like Leveling Duo, it's a video game podcast I do with my friend Dakota, or Brother's Quest, it's a podcast I do with Beth here where I talk about tabletop role-playing games. There's a link in the description. It's a link tree link, so it'll take you to a whole bunch of other links, really. Um, the first one is our website, and it will take you to all of our podcast links. You can find out all of our other podcasts. Uh, you get the RSS feed or just click on the podcast app you have or you can use the youtube link and it will take you to our youtube where we also have all of our other podcasts and we stream games too occasionally i've been streaming elden ring lately uh any other links in that link tree will be social links you could reach out to us follow us Uh, i try to post things on x and threads and uh, our youtube posts especially if there's going to be a schedule change or something might be delayed either with a stream or with one of these, but I don't think we've had any situation yet where I had to worry about that. Anything else to say? Don't jaywalk. Don't jaywalk. Also, <laughs> take your kids to the hospital if they get stung by 160,000 bees. Yeah, do that too. Jeez. Not trying to shame, but I, I, I feel know. like that's a common sense thing. I've been Ramey. Thank you for listening. And I'm Beth. And bye-bye. <laughs>